Hi, I'm your DM, Sarah, and this is Four Friends and Some Dice. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Four Friends and Some Dice, an actual D&D play podcast where we play D&D, and usually there's four of us with dice, but today it's just two of us. It's me, your DM, Sarah. Hi, I'm Colin. I play the Herald of the Wizard. And it's just two of us because in the last episode, something spooky happened. We went to a witch's house, and I sat on a throne, as I deserve to sit upon. And then she asked me a question, and uh, I forgot what the question was. I think she asked you what you most wanted in life or something. Mm. Or, like, information about or Yeah. Yeah. So, originally I said just where, I want to know where Beer and Winter Sun is, because I want uh, money. But then I thought about it. And we'll see if that changes. Yeah. So, you you all went and you sat down at the witch's table. Mm-hmm. There were very few insight checks done. <laughs> I, Perhaps there should have been. <laughs> the witch asked if you would allow her magic to work on you so that she could give you the information you wanted. Mm-hmm. You all agreed to be willing participants. Maybe we should not have. And then a magical thing happened, mm-hmm. and you all were teleported into someplace else. Oh. And whenever you got your bearings and realized where you were at, you were all alone in a room. So I myself so, am alone in a room. So the Herald is alone in a room. Okay. So that's where we're going to pick up today. Are we right. ready? I'm going to open my book now. We'll see. I'm a little scared, you guys. Why are you scared? I don't have very many hit points. You leveled up. Oh, we leveled up, by the way. Everybody is level four, and I I have DM leveled up. A whopping 20 hit points, which I'm sure, like, Ozark has when he, like, sneezes. Yep. Just good you. 20 more hit points. I'm glad you all went to the seats that spoke to your personalities. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. All right, so you don't, it's not like a coming to consciousness. You weren't asleep, Mm -hmm. but it's this sudden realization of, it almost felt like your soul was being pulled out of your body and then your body snapped forward to catch up with it. And now you're in this deeply uncomfortable (laughs) dark room. It's like almost like an antechamber. It's like maybe 10 by 10 feet Okay. and you're alone and there's a doorway in the center of the wall straight ahead. It's dark. Mm -hmm. It's... Is it, uh, do I have dark vision? You do. You have dark vision. I think it's 60 feet. Yeah. So So it's uh, it's black and white, very dim. Is it like, is there anything on the walls? Are they stone walls, earth walls, wood walls? It's stone walls. Okay. Are they face Um, stone or like uh, natural stone? Like did somebody carve them and put them in there? It's face stone, but it's very worn. Okay, so it looks really old. If you go and put your hand on the walls, they're very cold, cold. as well. Oh. Are they slimy? Not slimy. Not slimy. It mm. does smell musty, Must. but there's no like slime or algae growth gotcha. in this All particular right. room. Good to know. Um, is there anything on the floor? What is the floor situation? The floor is also face stone. Mm. It's a little dusty. Again, it's very cold. Mm. I want to look with a look check. I don't remember what that would be. To see, are there any, like, footprints in this dust or, like, anything that would indicate a door might swing open and disturb the dust and sort of fan pattern. That's a 12 plus... 
Would it be investigation? Uh, yeah. Fifteen. So there are no footsteps, and it's not like there's a like layer of dust on the floor. It just smells musty, and, mm. and it smells like this room has been closed for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I you don't see, find any secret you doors. You see where the door is, right? Um, there are no secret doors. Mm. There's just that one door leading out. Well, I'm gonna see if I can. Is there a handle on the door? Or is it just um, like a door you push? It's a pull? door you push. Okay, I'm going to mage hand the door. I'm okay. push the door. It creaks open a little ah. bit. And you can see the room ahead mm-hmm. is, there's no lights in it, oh. but there is a room ahead that you could enter into. Okay, I want to look in. I don't want to okay. go so in. So you go to the doorway and you mm-hmm. look in. And the moment your nose crosses the threshold, two magic torches on either side of the wall poof in. <laughs> To light. So now you can see this room looks like this. Oh. You're in this doorway right here. Okay. We gotta take a All picture right. of this for our, our listeners. So you're technically outside the door. I'm going to oh, read you yeah. a description of this room. Okay. In this first room, there is a fresco of several beings depicted with reverence as if they are deities. A pale goddess who is wearing light winter blues and silvery grays is speaking to a god who sin, or whose skin has the blues and greens of algaes growing out from his clothes of cobalt blue, sea green, and dark slate grays. In the background, a figure hides in the shadows wearing purple and black, while a fat brown goddess wearing yellow and gold is talking to a thinner dark-skinned goddess wearing red and gold. Close at your eye level, maybe 15 feet at a diagonal, mm-hmm. you see a, a very short goddess. Although she looks young, she has long white hair pulled up into a large bun and thick-rimmed glasses frame bright eyes that seem to pierce you even though the rest of the fresco is faded. Mm. Central to this painting is a tall, lanky woman with pointed ears, dark hair, and pale skin. The central goddess has a staff made of living wood that she is leaning on. The fresco ends right before a poem poem begins on the wall. A poem? So you see this poem written on the wall to your left. Do I know the language? It's written in common. How convenient. It says, stay on the path, the light will guide your way. Step off the path, the light will take its pay. Remember the path, or here your bones will stay. Oh, good. As soon as you finish reading this poem, you see a tile light up, and you realize that even though these squares are like five foot squares, mm-hmm. There's like there individual are tiles. four tiles to each one of those. Oh, And okay. so I made I see. a larger map that we're going to use for this puzzle right here. Okay. So you're standing like right here, yep. and you see... And I'm like striding like a colossus, mm-hmm. two different tiles. You are correct. Okay. And you see this tile to Uh your far right light up and then a second one lights up and then you see almost as if the light is behind a wall here and even though you can see through you don't see this light up but you see Uh a flash here and then you see on either side of this there are like force walls that come up and so it's some sort of maze right so you see a light going this way okay so to my right two tiles away Mm -hmm. mm-hmm All right. Well, I am going to... So this one is starting to... The light is fading. Oh, no. The light starts fading. I want to run and jump to the far... To my right. So you can walk over this way and run that way. Oh, I thought it was like the doorway or whatever. No, there's one tile here. Oh, there's like a a safety Mm -hmm. area. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go that way to my right, out of the doorway, step on the the lighted tile, and Mm -hmm. then step on the next lighted tile. Okay. You see the light is now three tiles down, and it's starting to fade. I'm going to run and jump. Okay. 
what do I do for that? You just, how far are you jumping? Because um, it's it's one, two, three here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that far, 10 feet. You want to jump 10 feet? That yeah. would be an athletic check. You could also just run. Oh, yeah, I'm going to just run. Okay, as you're running, the next tile lights up. Okay, I'm going to that next tile. Then the tile to your right lights up, and I need you to make a dexterity check to turn quickly. Quickly, all right. Dexterity check. You get the Go. feeling that if you were any bigger, this would be at disadvantage because oh. it's a tight space. I still only got an eight. Um, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. You see, I skitter a little. You um, see, the light has already faded from mm-hmm. here. Um, and you just see a flash of light. All right. Three tiles up and to the right. So I'm gonna run one, two, three, four, and then turn. Mm-hmm. Another sharp corner. All right. And so you see, the light is diverging. It's going this way and straight up. It's going ahead of you, but right. then also you could turn to the left and go. I'm just gonna go straight. Okay, so it lights up two spaces. One, two. And then it turns to your left currently. Turn left, quick. And then it just stops. Oh, no. All right, I'm going to go back. Okay. One, two, three, and then I'm going to just run as far as I remember it going. Okay, that would be three tiles. One, two, three. And then you don't know where it's gone, so I need you to make a perception check to see if you can see it. Come on, light. I'm going to smell. I'm going to listen. Nat 20. Do I sense the magical energy? You do. It pulls to you. It's one ahead. Okay, jump. And then three to your right. One, two, three to my right. And then straight out. One, two, three. Yep. Out. And you're out. I felt the magic like a, it's almost like, um, I'm going to say it feels a bit like if you're in a dark room and you can't see and something like moves past you, even though you can't maybe even hear it, but you can feel the sort of the wind go Mm -hmm. past your face. Only it was magic. Mm-hmm. I have the poem now. You have the poem. You what might want to, to hold on to it. Well, what, you might want to follow its instructions. Stay on the path. The light will guide your way. Step off the path. The light will take its pay. Remember the path, or here your bones will stay. I don't know what to do with this. I got. I'm. The path is done. Okay. No, wait. <laughs> I step backwards onto the path. There's no more path. Yep. I don't know what to do now. It's just. It's a thing that you have in your memory. All right, I go back out of the room. All right, again. so you are at this point, you're about right here. Oh, I thought I got to the edge of the door. Nope. And so oh. now you can see ahead of you, there's uh-huh. a doorway, and there is a corpse that Ooh. is laying on the ground here. Ooh. Is it a corpse of a. It is a halfling person. Oh. They're wearing robes mm-hmm. that look to be of some sort of import. Like, like religious? Uh, do a intelligence check. Sure. Five. Look at the pretty colors. It's not religious that you can tell. Mm. It seems to be some sort of magical association, hmm. but long gone. Okay. What do you do? I want to, uh, as always, mage hand poke it in the face. See if there's anything that, like, it doesn't get up and charge me or... So when you mage hand poke it in the face, uh-huh. the finger touches a bone, uh-huh. and then the bone around the face, the cheekbone just disintegrates. It's Ooh, so old. So delicate. Okay, that means mm-hmm. even I could destroy it, possibly. Yep. <laughs> All right, I don't want to do that. I'm going to... Well, first I want to... Can I... I can see the frescoes, right? Yes. I want to investigate them with my eyes and not my hands more closely because it seems like there's like a clue, especially the one lady with the piercing eyes. I want to go, do Mm -hmm. I remember any sort of like religious stuff? That would be a religion check because you can tell that these features are God or these... 19. Okay. So with a 19, you recognize the um, goddess in the pale blues. Uh 
That's Saloon. Okay. And the god wearing the, the algae like, clothes. The algae clothes. That's Valkyr. Is he the god of the sea? I think so. Mm. If not, he's not wearing algae. It's the clothes. god of the desert. It's the god of the sea. You can tell because of your previous experience mm-hmm. in Pickaxe, mm-hmm. the goddess wearing purples and black in the background is Shar. She was a bad one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the two beautiful goddesses talking are Soon and Bashaba. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know who the piercing eye lady, the piercing eye lady is. <sighs> who are and you, you don't lady? know who the center figure is either. Mm. You just know that that piercing eye lady, if she sees you, like if you ever met her, this is the only time you felt scared of a god. Oh, no. Because even in a painting, her eyes just pierce through you. Oh, I don't like that. I um, take off my hat and I bow reverently to all of the god pictures that I see. And I'm just be like, I don't mean any offense. I'll do respect, ladies and gentlemen. Just gonna creep through your weird maze here and I'll be on my way. Alright. I put my hat back on. So you do that. Do you search the body or anything? Yes. Now okay. I want to investigate again with my eyes. Alright. The and... body. So, that's Since it's with your eyes, I'll say you can do perception. Okay. Well, 16. Okay. This person, this long dead Mm -hmm. creature, is wearing an amulet, and it's on a chain, and you can't tell, like, if the chain is golden, but it's got an arm reaching down holding a circle, like a a band of gold that Mm -hmm. is piercing a heart. Hmm. All right. Um, Can I arcana check that? Sure. Do an arcana check for me. That is a 19. You reckon, even though this, like, pendant is Mm -hmm. very, very old, you recognize these are still being made today. Mm. They're um, most often made in Thay, where Mm -hmm. a lot of the wizards are. They have, that's where a lot of, like, higher price crafted items are. And you know Mm -hmm. that this is a periapt of health. (gasps) So if you wear this, um, any disease you have is suppressed. You cannot become diseased, Ooh. and the more you get attuned to it, it might affect your hit point range, maybe. Like, it might make you a little bit more constitute. All right. I am going to uh, address respectfully the corpse. Like, hey, um, I know you're dead. No disrespect. I am going to take that periapt of health off of you. Looks like you don't need it anymore. If you don't mind, thank you so much. And then I'm going to mage hand, try and slip it off the... the the person's dead head and bring it to myself. <sighs> so it does not require attunement. Nice. But you get the benefits that are on oh, the Oh, there's right a nice there. picture too. Yeah. So we'll you have know to what put that, we'll have to snap a picture of it. I made it a while ago. I'm really proud of that one. That's a good one. Yeah. In the rest of the room, it's just dusty. The corners are dark. Mm-hmm. It's strangely cold hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like weird. weird here. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you see at the corner or like at underneath the door, mm-hmm. there's some sort of red carpet peeking through. So the door is closed and mm-hmm. the gap between, I can see some red carpet. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try to sneak up to the door. All right. I need a stealth check. That is a six. You I stumble in the dust a little. You um trip over the skull and it turns oh! to dust. Oh, no. I'm really sorry. Feet. The guy's hat flops to the ground lifelessly, as lifeless uh, as the corpse had been. Uh, I think but the sound of that them. is less loud than my going, yep. I'm yep. like scraping the corpse dust off of my shoes. Mm-hmm. These were really expensive shoes. Yep. To my corpse dust on my shoes. Okay. 
So I want to listen. I- I'm just going to get all the way down on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see if I can peek through the door. Okay. Or listen through the door. The red carpet mm-hmm. is... <gasps> I'm in Hollywood. It's very plush and it mm. obscures your view even more. Mm. So I'm going to need you to make a perception check at disadvantage. Okie dokie. Perception is not so great. That's not great. It's five. The room is dark, and you can't really tell if that's because there are no lights or it's because of the carpet. Mm. It kind of tickles your nose. It smells very musty. But it's in good condition. It just smells Mm. very musty. All right. Well, then, uh, does the door swing open towards me or into the room? Into the room. All right. I'm going to push it open a little bit. All right. You push it open. The room is dark. Nope. Oh. It opens very easily, very quietly. So the room is dark. Yep. And I can see in it, though. It's, you see in shades of black and white. Right. So what do I see in my dog? Um, you can see that there are, again, two hanging torches Mm -hmm. on the walls. Um, there's something in the middle of the room. Hmm. Something big and bulky. I'm going to push the door open more. Okay. Can I see it any better? Nope, you have to step into the room. How convenient. All right, I step into the room. All right, the moment you step into the room, the torches flare to light. I'm assuming you're looking first at the figure, Mm -hmm. so I'll tell you what that is. Oh, there's a figure, is there? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. A big, hulking figure. Oh, that's too big! That's real... I'm very small, and that's real big. So you see this It's the freaking Iron Giant! So it is a giant suit of armor. They didn't have a giant (sighs) suit of armor. So I bought the iron golem. It's not an iron golem. It's okay. a giant suit of armor. Mm. I'm going to read you the description. There's a fresco on the wall that mm. catches your eye. Mm-hmm. In the second room, the fresco is turned into a slightly raised relief. The mm. main character is reading a giant tome while several deities from the previous room seem to be calling her to come with them, but she is ignoring them while being absorbed in her book. She has her staff laying across her lap. Is that the lady with the staff from before? Mm-hmm. And I don't know who that lady is. You don't know who that lady okay. is. Hmm. The other deities are, like, on the far end of the wall and are beckoning her to come with them. Mm-hmm. Come out to the club! No, I'm yeah, reading the seventh much. Harry Potter book. Um, this picture is almost enough to distract you from the giant suit of armor standing in the middle of the room and the red carpet that leads from the doorway you are standing on to the only other door, which is straight across the room behind the suit of armor. Mm-hmm. You recognize something familiar about this armor, but you're unsure about what's so familiar about it. The door slams closed behind. Sure it does. Uh, I want to do a... What would my check be to figure out why it seems familiar? You can either make a intelligence or history check or an arcana check. I'll do arcana. 14. You studied magic for a little bit Mm -hmm. under various people who are willing to teach you. (laughs) And this... Handiwork sort of reminds you of a great, great, great uncle who delighted in adding little harmless charms or spells to hmm. um, toys so that whenever people would play too rough with them, they might get shocked a little bit. Oh. And so there's something about this that, that warns you that there there might be something more to this armor than meets your eye. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to the roll transformer. initiative. More than meets the eye. Ooh, 22. Oh, my gosh. All right. So you got a 22. Yes, ma'am. And he got less than 22. Hooray. All right. So you go first. Uh, I'm going to hold my hands up 
in okay. a placating gesture and go, hello there, hi, I'm the Herald. Herald of who, you might be wondering, the wizard. Yep, that's right. I just really need to scooch right past you, get through that other door over there. Would that be, that, is that okay? I'm going to guess it doesn't say anything. The armor doesn't say anything, but it does ready its stance into like a fighting I don't want to fight you. You're going to squash me like an empty Coke can. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. And the specific spell I'm going to cast is... Not sludge, not sleep. Oh, wait, where'd it go? Oh, I went too fast. I'm just hurriedly flipping through my spellbook. <laughs> if you'll just hold on one minute. Thanks so much. I think Let me your spellbook actually like appears in front of you I in like the air it. and starts flipping back I and like forth. it. All right. I'm going to cast Expeditious Retreat. Okay. So it's casting time is one bonus action. Uh, range of self. Concentration up to 10 minutes. This spell allows you to move at an incredible pace. When you cast this spell and then as a bonus action on each of your turns until the spell ends, you can take the dash action. Okay. Or daction, as I'm going to okay. call it from now on. Now, I cannot dash very far because that is, well, it's 50 feet. That's yeah. not bad. Uh, that's 10 spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can do that as a bonus action. You use your bonus action to cast the spell. Right. So this first time I can mm-hmm. do the dash, but then I could also, can I also dash as an action? You can use dash as an action, yes. Right. You can get to the door, but you can't open it. Open oh, the door as an no. action. Oh, no. All right. Well, how far away is the door from the big statue or the, the dude? It, so the room is only 35 feet across. Ugh. So that would be 10 feet. Well, then I'm not going to do the whole action as a dash because that doesn't make any sense. So my bonus action was that spell. I suppose I could cast another act or cast another spell or action. What level is the... Expeditious Retreat. Mm-hmm. That's a level one. Okay. So normally in D&D, you're only allowed to cast one spell per turn. But I have seen people use extra rules where you can cast a spell. The first spell you cast is whatever you cast. Like mm-hmm. it can be an action, bonus action. Your second spell that you cast has to be that same level or lower. Uh, okay. Because it would it's almost like you're... Um, right. Right. Using more thought process to do that. I'm going to cast Mage Armor. Okay. So that I am not quite so squishy. All right. Good to know. And I also have my, I got it last time, my cloak of whatever. Mm-hmm. Which makes me a little more difficult to hit. I'm going to go in the far corner. All right. So the creature turns to you and it holds out its left hand mm-hmm. and then takes one, two... Three steps towards you. Mm-hmm. And then cast Poison Spray. Oh, so I, I need like you that. to make a constitution saving throw, I believe. Oh, I'm not good at those. Oh, my cloak makes me a little better. All right. I got only a six. I'm not a dwarf either. You, did your constitution saving throw go up? Yes. Okay. Because I uh, increased my constitution from 11 to 12. Okay. So I need you to take seven points. I really rather would not. Of poison damage, but yeah. you, are, you are not poisoned. Phew. And then the giant just kind of looks at you because it's used its movement. Uh, it I can't you. open the door. And then after it casts that, you uh-huh. see its its left arm go limp. And there was like a chamber in its hand that had uh, like poison spray in it right. that's now emptied and would need to be recharged. Okay. Can I look at its right arm? Yeah. Uh, make a investigation check. 
That's not good. Five. Oh, look, it's got an arm. That's a real big it's arm. It's got some sort of charge in it as well. You think it probably only has one use. Can I try to use Mage Hand to poke it? I want to discharge it inside of its arm the wrong way. Um, You can't use Mage Hand for an attack, and I would consider that an attack. Can I try to shoot it with a magic missile? Yeah. All right. I'm going that. to cast magic missile. At what level? Uh, level one is fine. Okay. And I'm going to... So that's three bolts? Yeah. 3d4 plus three. So, five, six, so nine points of damage. This thing, like, takes that nine points of damage, uh-huh. and you see um, its glow reduced, like, it's got like There's this... glow? It's got like this glow that n- normal people wouldn't notice. It's like oh. an arcane glow mm. that is reduced by about 25%. Ah, okay. I see. And it looks a little more sluggish now. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I bonus action? Well, I still have movement, too. Mm-hmm. I want to dash. Can I dash? Wait, how many? 35? So each of these is five... Feet. So right, you so can... I could go 50. I'm just going to go to the opposite corner. So you'd be able to be here okay. with your 50. And so it sees you do that, and then it turns into that 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And so it, it is going to... Did I do anything to that canister inside? Um, it just looks empty. The right one? Uh, No, not the right one. The That's left what one. I meant. Yeah, Does no. It... I didn't do anything to Mm-mm. it. Uh-huh. I didn't even dent it? Nope. You did waste its armor of Agathis. That's something. Nice. You can't do anything else, so it's going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Stand in front of the door. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I'm going to move all the way opposite the room on the opposite side of the door. And I guess I just got to keep hitting it. I'll just do acid splash, I guess. All right. So, acid splash. It has to make a dexterity saving throw. How did you know his weakness? (laughs) That is an 11. So it takes 1d6 acid damage. Two. Two points. Acid splash is, I thought it was 2d6. Is it 2d6? No, 2d6 at fifth level. Oh, at fifth level. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only two. How many? Two. A paltry two. All right. Don't do very much damage, Sarah. All right. Is that your turn? Yeah, I was hoping I could get it to, like, discharge the thing in its arm and, like, hurt it from the inside out. Maybe you can. I don't know what spells you have prepared. So you see this set of armor sort of um, flex a little bit, and then out of its chest comes, like, a ghostly hand. What? I don't like that at all. Oh, that's not good at all. Did it crit on me? No. Oh, did it crit fail? It didn't crit fail, but it didn't do good. Oh, I really wanted to accidentally punch itself in the face. I think that's only an 11. <gasps> did it miss? Or what is it? Did it have to hit my armor class? Yeah. Ha! No! Because I got mage armor. I got this wicked awesome cloak. And then you see it. the hand fades because it couldn't grab anything. Mm. And the the breastplate, mm-hmm. like, swings open. Like a and cabinet? Like, like, it's empty. Like, the charge that was in there oh. was expended. Uh-huh. And you can see where there's, like, a core, like, an arcane core inside of it that's powering this animated uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. I'm going to cast a second level <laughs> magic missile, I think. At that old core over there. Mm-hmm. I need two more d6s, please. Or d6s. D4s. D4s. Four. 
I'll take D6s. I yes. shouldn't get them. I have one. Was the other one over there still? Mm, nope. That was just, I just yeah. gave back. There you go. Thank you. 44 plus 4. All right. So 4, 8, 12, 15, 19 points. 19 points. Let me do math real quick. And I'm going to have my magic missile shaped like angry wasps and hornets that are flying backwards with their stingers pointing outwards. Going, You're just going to hit it with the beat butt. Yes. Okay. So it sort of like takes that damage. It looks really bad. Like the arcane force that's powering it mm-hmm. is like, is shrunk more and more. Mm-hmm. But you see the burst from that has filled up one of the arcane chamber, the arcane chamber in his chest. And so it's going to try and use its chill touch against you oh, again. Oh no. Knock it off. Does a 18 hit you? Yes, it does. Okay. So close. It snuck in between. It it did a cold finger up the back of my cloak and tickled my neck. You take three points of damage, and you can't heal until the end of its next turn. I don't like that at all. It's necrotic damage. All right. But it looks very bad. So what do I think on a scale? How many? The arcane thing has shrunk more than 75%. Like, it is tiny. I will use... And it's going to step towards you a little bit. One last magic missile. Okay. Kaboom! 1d6, or d4, please. You should just keep these over there. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. 3d4 plus 3. Eight points of pokey pokey damage. You see the um, left arm just Mm -hmm. falls completely off. The (laughs) helmet crumples. Mm Mm-hmm. It staggers towards you. Oh no! And reaches out with its right hand. Knock it off! And tr- does some sort of spell against you. I don't like that. <sighs> As it does, the right arm just clatters to the ground. Falls at my feet. And then the whole set of armor crumples. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you try and get out of the way. You have advantage, I'll say, because you can take dashes. You've done this spell that allows you to. Ooh, yeah. 19. 19. Yeah, you get out of the way super easy as this whole thing just, like, crumbles to the ground. Nice. I run up and I kick it. Then I shriek in a circle. Make a constitution saving throw to see how bad you hurt your toe. I don't want to. Ooh, no. 18. You, it smarts a little bit, but you would never let it show. <sighs> Take that! Nobody messes with the Herald. Nobody except for one person. But we'll get I feel like lots of people mess with the Herald. Well, that's a good point. It's a good question as to who messes with the Herald, knowing who the Herald is, and who messes with the Herald in one of the Herald's various personas. Yeah. Which is not to say the Herald is not a persona. That's a little meta. Can I loot anything from this big magical robot uh, Yeah, what do you want to take from it? Um, I want to investigate the magic heart. Okay. Maybe there's something I could, like, sell it for or... Ooh, nat, nat, 20! So this arcane piece is, like, fused mm-hmm. to the plate armor. Mm-hmm. And to take it off, you would need some sort of, like blacksmithing skill set to be able to remove it. The armor itself weighs probably about 80 pounds, so you wouldn't be able to take it with you. You also notice that it's slowly starting to grow again, as if it's charging up again. Okay, no, I'm just going to run away. Okay. I run and literally leap out of the opposite door. I open the door and I just throw myself through the door.
everyone, it's your DM Sarah. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Four Friends and Some Dice. Thank you for taking the time to listen, it means a lot to us. If you enjoy the show and want to help it grow, you could start by leaving a review or rating on Apple Podcasts as that will help other people find our podcast. If you have already done that or you want other options, you could tweet at or about us. If you want to chat on Twitter, we are at the number four friends some dice, some spelled S-U-M. You can also use our hashtag, hashtag 4FASD. If you want to have a character named after you, tweet using our hashtag or add us on Twitter and you too can join the NPC Hall of Fame. As a reminder, for August, we are changing our posting schedule to once a week, so there will be new episodes on August 7th, 14th, and 21st. This is in part because the episodes are shorter and are character focused. Let us know what you think about these experimental episodes and any theories you might have by tweeting at us or contacting us through our website, boshohousestudios.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening. How far do you go into this room? I mean, not very far. Well, I need to know how far. Oh, you can take square. yourself one square into the room. All right. That first square. Um, the door crashes close behind you. Of course and you it hear is. like this reverberation. Like, re- reverberation. I'm also. It's gonna... very muted. Hmm. I'm gonna heal myself. Okay. I'm gonna spend a charge of my staff. Okay. Magic staff, and that is one usage of cure wounds. I don't. Uh, one, I only have 10 points. 1d8, I think. Is it plus anything? It's 1d8 plus your wisdom modifier. 1d8 plus wisdom. Two. Two points. So you get back two points. Two points of health. You know what? I'm going to cast another no, another two usages. Okay, so roll that d8 twice. Yeah. And add two to it then. Five plus... Okay, there we go. Now, I should have done that from the first place. Learn yeah. my lesson. All right. All right. I'm full. Okay, what do I see in this new room? Um, so in this new room... Did the, the torches come on again? The torches come on again. <laughs> um, they're very intricately carved with, like... The torches? Um, the, the sconces holding the ah, torches. Mm-hmm. And they actually, like, almost look like this dark wood that mm. curls around. And there are actually, like, vines going up the torches as well. Interesting. Um, like actual vines or carved vines? Carved vines. They're mm. like they're iron wrought, mm. but they look like a dark wood. Okay. They've mm. got like they've even got like the grain. The grain carved into it or worked into it. Right. Um, in this room, there's a raised relief that depicts the other deities leaving the main character behind. They are exiting at the other end of the hallway, and some of them are cut off as if they are walking through the wall at the end of this room. The main character is still sitting, reading, um, Harry Potter reading her book. Yeah. Otherwise, this room seems suspiciously empty, uh-huh. red carpet ending at the doorway and not crossing into this room. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll do a perception check. Okay. Four. Hey, look, everybody. It's a room. Yep. It's a pretty good room. Can um, I do... The reliefs are raised on the wall, mm. almost like if, if like, a person... Like, if a statue would be 100% mm-hmm. raised out of the wall, it's raised almost 25% out of the way. Mm. So, like, base relief. Mm-hmm. Um, I will do... Can I check? I want to see if I can sense any sort of magic. Okay. Nat 20. Plus five. Um, the magic from the armor in the last room, like you can sense that uh-huh. through the stone, which is very impressive. This is Ooh. like a like a foot of stone where yeah. you're like 
you feel like you're getting stronger. There's nothing magical in this room. There's mm. something magical from the um, following other side, the, uh, other side of the door. Gotcha. Okay, in this room. All right. Well, that's encouraging. I guess I'm going to, like, investigate the base relief carvings. Okay. 22. All right. Uh, yeah, 22. Show me how you go over to the wall. I'm going to hug the wall. Okay. With my back. Okay. Uh, literally like I'm walking on so the edge of a precipice. And um, as you do that, you realize, like, it's really, like, these reliefs are on the left side of the wall, mm-hmm. and the opposite wall is completely blank. That's so a weird. lot of care was, like, taken on this side of the wall. Have um, the other rooms been like that? Mm-hmm. So it's only one wall mm-hmm. that has stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, so... I'm investigating the base reliefs, and I got a 22. So the relief here, it's all stonework. It's painted still like it's a fresco, but it's Mm. slowly gotten more. It's protruded more and more into the room. There are no hidden latches that you find. Because you rolled so well, you weren't necessarily checking for this, but I'll just go ahead and tell you. Mm -hmm. You're underground. Hmm. Like, this this thing, like, a lot of these rooms have, like, this feeling of reverence. So, like, you're mm-hmm. assuming this is some kind of temple. Temple, yeah. But you're completely underground. But it's not like a, oh, you're in an underground cat, like, in a building in an underground cavern. This place is surrounded by dirt, almost as if it's been, like, swallowed by the earth. Oh, hmm. So you think that if you tried to, like, kick your way out of here, mm-hmm. it would be a bad time. Gotcha. Good to know. Yeah. I'm going to... I want to go the other way and investigate the very, very smooth stone wall. Okay. Uh, seven. I lick it. La, la, la. You lick this wall. It it tastes like stone and dust and <laughs> some weird sort of pollen maybe. You don't know. Like, it's very musty. The stone is very cool, almost as if the ground insulating it is mm. All right. Then I'm going to go back to the base relief. Okay. I'm just zipping along because I have 10 minutes of dash. And then I'm going to... Make a constitution check. So it's a constitution saving throw to make sure that you didn't lose it. You just have to get a 10 or more. Nine. I'll say at this point, like you realizing <laughs> the damage you took, that it's wearing off. Because I should have made you whenever you took damage roll. Gotcha. But I didn't. Fair enough. Because I'm bad at remembering. No ways. All right. You hear from the other room this giant like stand Get up, up all and of then his, walk back to the middle. All of his armor yeah. iron gianted together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All come back together. All right. Well, then I'm going to walk. I'm going to hug... Where'd it go? I'm going to hug the wall of the base relief carving. When you get about right there. All right, halfway. You step on a plate. Of course I do. And you feel it give a little bit. Uh-huh. But nothing happens. Oh, good. You know, Sarah, there's a kind of landmine where when you step on it, nothing happens. But as soon as you step off of it, it explodes. It didn't, like, it did, you didn't feel it, like, make click. a connection or uh, click or anything. All right, I'm going to go one square back the way I came. Nothing happens. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hunker down on this tile, and then I'm gonna reach delicately over to the next tile, and I'm gonna press with my fingers on the tile I just stepped off. On the one you just stepped off of? Yeah. It goes down a little bit. Okay. Oh, I don't want to set that off. All right, I'm then gonna go. You think that maybe it just takes a little bit more weight than what you have to set it off? Maybe if you had taken oh. some of the stuff. Uh, some of the armor that mm, you would have weighed too, too much. much. All right. I'm going to reach over to the tile to my right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to push on that one. It's solid. I'm going to move on to the solid one. Okay. 
I'm just gonna keep doing this until I can. The all of these tiles. So there's like a moat. There's like a row. But all right. Well, I'm gonna do the least number of them, and I'm gonna just. The row after that is solid. Okay. So I go past the mm-hmm. one. I'm just gonna reach on this one too. The yep. one right by the door. And push on it. It's solid. You're good. All right, I'm going to go on to that one. All right. And then I'm going to do the same look beneath the door maneuver. All right, do a perception check. 12. This room is very the much room? so. The, yeah, the, the next room that you're looking mm. into mm-hmm. is very much so like it's about 10 by 10. It's that same antechamber oh, size. Mm-hmm. Okay. Almost as if it's like a bookend or something. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to open the door very slowly. Okay. Kind of peek through. What do I see? Only one torch lights up, and it's mm. on the far wall. And beneath, do a perception check for me. Sure. Perception. Four. Look at the pretty light. Okay. Um, you <laughs> see on the floor, there is some sort of, like, teleportation circle that's mm. on the floor that is similar to the one that you landed on. Oh, I landed on teleportation circle. Yeah, in the antechamber room. Oh. It faded. It was like you teleported in. But this one, it looks a little bit different. Do an arcana check. Yes. Arcana plus five. Nat one! I got some pollen you in my eye. You don't know what the, like, ah. you know lots of stuff ah. about magic. How dare they make something that you don't know about? This makes you like angry. This. So angry that I can't even figure it out. Yep. It's like me doing math. (laughs) (laughs) Why are there letters in this number thing? I don't like that. All right. Well, I'm going to walk on over to that teleportation circle. Whenever you step into the center of the teleportation circle, you see Uh on the wall, there's a red gemstone that (gasps) lights up. And next to it is a blue gemstone, a gray gemstone, and a green gemstone. None of them are lit up. Red gemstone is lit up. When you step on it, there's a red gemstone that lights up. Next to it is a blue gemstone. Blue. And then a gray. Gray. And then a green. And then a green. All right. I'm going to step backwards out of the circle. Once you step out of the circle, the red gemstone fades. Can I investigate the room more closely? Sure. 16. There's nothing else in this room. Uh Uh-huh. But something about the colors of the gemstones seems familiar. Blue. Red, blue. Can I do a history check or do, a general intelligence? Do history check? or general intelligence? Whatever. I think those are the same. Those three. Yeah. Sixteen. Um, the chairs that you all sat in had a red velvet, a blue cushion. Oh. There was a gray stone work chair, and then a wood one that had green trim on it. And so you think maybe these gemstones correspond and that you need the members of your party to also be standing on it at the same time. I see. And you think that maybe you ran through this pretty fast. All right. Well, I'm going to So maybe you sit. have like 10 minutes to kill. All right. I'm going to go and sit in the uh, the thingy. In the... The teleportation In circle. the circle? Okay. Yeah. And you've got a little bit of time to kill. Is there anything you want to do while you wait? Well, I could do... I've never actually used it. I have the um, Arcane Recovery once... I Can I take a... Is this long enough? That's not long enough for a short rest. You don't know. Mm. I'm going to tell you as a player, no. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. But you think maybe it took you about 25 minutes to make it through here, and Mm -hmm. that maybe the rest of your party just haven't gone as fast as you did. Uh, To be fair, I had Expeditious Retreat. Yeah. I am quite speedy. Well, I guess I'm going to flip through my spell book, think about uh, magic and such. Asher DM, did you want to talk to your familiar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So while I'm doing that, I'm going to go, I recall the fact that lately my familiar has been acting quite unlike a celestial parrot. 
and a bit more like a sapient being, mm-hmm. which is both interesting and un, like unsettling. Yeah. Because on the one hand, if I have another person, like a person, because I don't care what your shape is, if you can think you're a person, to help me with cons, that'd be cool. The problem is a person that doesn't follow orders is very difficult to control. And lately, <laughs> the wizard has been acting of his, her, or their own accord. Which has caused me some problems. Yep. I also don't know why it was able to spit acid at that spectator. That was weird. Yep. So, yeah. Very confused. Um, I'm going to summon the wizard. Make a persuasion check. Oh, that's not very good. Eight. All right. I'm, that doesn't work. So I'm going to take my hat off. You're just so mad that you don't don't understand this the teleportation circle. circle. It's just throwing me None off. None of the runes make sense to you. They don't even look like real letters. They don't look like magic letters. I don't get They don't look like numbers. Weird shapes. You can't do shape. You can't do magic with geometry. Yep. (sighs) All right. I'm going to take a moment to calm down. (sighs) Take a deep breath. I'm going to try and be much more polite. I'm not going to command the wizard slash my familiar to come this time. I'm going to ask much more politely. Uh, Make a persuasion check with advantage. All right. I would really appreciate it. Wizard. If you would show up so that we could have a nice conversation about what's going on. All right. That is a 21. The wizard shows up in his wizarding outfit. Stands there waiting for you to tell what to do. Yeah, sure. Now you want me to tell you what to do. All right. Hello? Squaw! Yeah, squaw. Sure. Yeah. Okay. The The bubble helmet. helmet, The bubble helmet opens and you Uh see the parrot in there. Yep. And... It's got its feathers raised and it's like jamming a little bit, uh-huh. like excited to see you. Yeah, I'm excited to see you too, buddy. Stomps his foot. Sure. Hello, though. Hello? Hello! Uh-huh. Is there anybody in there? Hello! Yeah, you're very funny. Who's uh, a good birdie? Who's a good birdie? You are. Uh, I'm going to flick at a piece of a cracker. It, like, snatches out of the air and it munches. Mm -hmm. But you just see, like, crumbles falling. It doesn't seem like it's eating anything. Which makes sense for, like, a a celestial celestial creature. Yeah, it would be fake. Um, Time for a con! Time for a con! (laughs) Con time! Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. All right. Detect Thoughts is a second level spell. For the duration of the spell, you can read the thoughts of some creatures. While casting the spell and at your action in each round, you may focus your mind on the creature you can see 30 feet in front of you. If the chosen creature has an intelligence of three or less, or if she does not speak any language, the creature is not affected. So if this is still my parrot, I should be able to detect nothing. Yeah, if it is my parrot. If it isn't my parrot or something strange is going on, I shouldn't figure this out somehow. So you're just doing like surface thoughts, right? Yeah, by Which, default. Okay. Because if if the first hurdle is, do they have a mind? If yes, continue. If not, nothing happens. There's something weird. Mm-hmm. It's not thoughts. Uh-huh. But it's not not thoughts. It's not that right. this spell has failed. It's uh-huh. that... You can't under like you can't understand or interpret if it is thoughts what's ha- what it is saying or what it is thinking. Mm-hmm. There's something there, right? Which is enough to go hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Can I spend an action to direct my attention to further deepen like basically a w- force a wisdom save? Okay. I mean, I'm assuming. Yes, it's you can. You fail, can but... do that. 
Let me... There's always the possibility that it doesn't. I'm going to look something Whoever up. or whatever you are. Also, what happened to my parrot? This is your parrot. I don't mm, know what you're talking yeah. about. I didn't do anything to your parrot. Yeah. Sure you didn't. I didn't do anything to your parrot. Yeah. Something hinky's going on. Mm-hmm. She has a monster manual open. Yeah, um, your spell ends. Nothing. You can't tell what's going on. All right. Well, I'm. I do the flick two fingers to my eyes, flick two fingers to towards it, and flick it back and go. I know something's up. Make a perception check. Perception check. I'm not very good at those. Fifteen. You could swear you saw some sort of tongue like stick out at you, almost like. Was it shaped like a parrot's tongue, which is like a thumb? Nope. It was not shaped like a... It was like not. A, what is it shaped like? It was just a brief glance, and when you turn back to look, it's just your parrot there. Yeah. Who's a good birdie? You are. You're a sneaky birdie, too. You're mm. a sneaky birdie. <laughs> and then the mm. bubble thing closes. Uh-huh. And then it just sits down and waits with you. All right. Well... And you sit and you wait, mm-hmm. and then you see the green gemstone light up, <gasps> and then darken. Uh-huh. And then lights up again and then darkens. Uh-huh. And then lights up again. Uh-huh. And then I guess we'll see what happens next on our next episode. All right. Bye. Bye. Our art was done by Kat Verhoeven. You can find more of Kat's work at verhoo.com. Our music is Village Consort and Kings of Terror by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Thanks for listening.